Hi besties and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens, a show where we talk about all things drag because we are semi-qualified to speak on it. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Cynthia Kiss. (laughs) And welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens. How are you, Sin? Girly, I don't know what it is. I got like a little sick. I'm like weirdly stuffed up. So I'm so sorry, listeners, if I sound like a little under the weather or is it like giving sexy Phoebe on friends like that? I was literally voice? just it's that's so millennial of us because I was yeah. literally just about to be like you just sound like Phoebe on friends it's like you just smelly sound cat, like smelly <laughs> cat. <laughs> <laughs> but no oh, I'm good I'm good overall good. it's just I hate when your body um isn't like aligned with your your brain and your heart it's like yeah. I want to do the most and then my body's like no just like take a beat but my secret when I'm feeling sick is just lots of sleep. So after this, I'll probably go back to bed. <laughs> That's great. That's wonderful. Are you, uh, do you do like, um, do you do like soups or teas or anything? Hell yeah. I yeah. love a good soup. That was the other thing. I was looking in the fridge and I was like, we don't have any of those like harvest veggies. So I'm, mm. I'm going to text my partner and be like, bring me a sweet potato, a carrot. We've got the onions. Let's go. If I can make a suggestion, lay um, lay it on you. I used to get this one soup when I worked at, I worked at Mac on Bloor and we had a freshie near us. And anytime I was feeling the least bit sick, and this was different. So like when you were sick, you could go into work. Like it wasn't like if you had a sniffle, it was like, Ooh, should I go? Like it was like, we were, we were in there with like full bone flus. Um, and if I felt sick, I would always get the spicy lemongrass soup. Oh, (gasps) that sounds really fun. It's life-changing. The spicy lemongrass soup from Freshie, it literally, like, would clear my sinuses like no other. And just, and, like, the spice was so good. I'm literally foaming at the mouth. Like, it sounds so, I like, I miss it so much. But it was, and it was huge. I love how it's technically salivating, but you call it foaming at the mouth. I'm foaming at the mouth. I just want the soup so bad. <laughs> Do you remember, like pre-COVID, people would go into go into work sick and kind of feel like, oh yeah, they're being a little hero. And it's like, finally, with COVID, did we illustrate that, like, if you're not feeling well, stay home. Yeah, I used to hate that when people on my staff or like teams or colleagues and stuff would come in sick and it'd be like, it's okay, I can power through. It's like, no, no, then the whole team will get sick. Like, it doesn't yeah. work. Go so. home. But through the power of technology, we can still do this podcast because I'm yes, not going to get you sick. It's... Imagine if you were like, Juice, I'm sick. I would have been like, oh, <laughs> we can't do that. The podcast listeners need us. So no matter yes. what, rain or shine, health or disease, <laughs> we're here for you. <laughs> oh, not disease. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, I'm glad you're feeling a little, a little bit better. This morning I was trying to, I'm trying to like break up with social media right now. Mm. Mm-hmm. what do you mean you're the social media queen i'm trying to i'm trying i think it's wearing down on my mental health so i'm trying to have a, a small a small breakup i think we need distance from each other so i'm trying to find healthy boundaries mm-hmm. with it it's me i'm the problem it's me <laughs> yeah 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 she's my little taylor swift knocking at the door and it's just my phone so i so this so this morning i like put my phone in like a special area and like i just watched i watched don't worry darling you seen it okay that was gonna be my lying in bed sick movie today oh yes thumbs up or thumbs down uh thumb thumbs up i don't see what the big hate was i don't think harry styles was anything else because it's it's like i need to know that it's worth watching but i don't want to spoil did you watch the preview for it no because i thought it was kind of like a psych thriller 
Okay, it is literally, I didn't watch any previews, nothing. And so I went in with just completely blank slate. And I Mm -hmm. did, I was very surprised. And Mm -hmm. I genuinely enjoyed it. Because I was very much like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be in the least bit. You know? Perfect. I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy. I hate when trailers give it all away. Like sometimes when I go to the theater and I like, there's this new movie with Julia Roberts and George Clooney. And I Mm. truly feel like the trailer was the entire movie. Like, it had arcs, it had tension, it had problems solved from the beginning of the trailer. (laughs) I was like, I looked at my partner and I'm like, that's the whole movie, right? Like, it's a rom-com. It's not that (laughs) deep. Like, when it's all, don't give it away for free. Like, I know a trailer, it's hard to grab people's attention this day and age, but don't give everything away. Especially Mm -hmm. when it's scary or, like, psych thriller. To me, I want to be going so blind, like you're talking about, so that yeah. I'm, I'm entertained as much as possible. I think you will be. I think there's a lot of parts where you're like, "Oh my god, that's not what I expected." So I feel like you'll. Be, I feel like you'll enjoy. Okay, I heard a rumor that Harry Styles is secretly bald and wears a wig. Have you heard of this? I have heard of this. Uh, there's no. There, there's nothing about that in the movie. If that's a spoiler. <laughs> Are there any flappy ha- lace fronts? <laughs> Do we ever clock? I will say I did stare at his at his hairline a lot. Right. Because I've heard that. Like, I've heard it's yeah. a piece. Mm-hmm. So I, like, I, I kept looking, like, can you see the lace? Can you see, like, mm-hmm. anything about it? Is it look really hard? I will say, whatever money he is spending for that unit, it is very well-spent money because it is unclockable. Cool. You know? And it doesn't look too hard. Like, it still makes him look like he's his age. Like, it still gives him, like, a hairline. It's not just, like, a hard. So... Well, exactly. It couldn't look too perfectly round because that would give wig energy. It has to have, like, a little bit of male, like, hairline realness. Like, ups and peaks and stuff. Because that's where I've always thought, oh, no, that's just, like, his hair. But then the other night on TikTok, because I'm not breaking up with social media, (laughs) I, I I fell into a little Harry Styles is bald hole oh i fell into that one months ago yeah see you're cooler than me you've got like algorithms supplying this months ago this is gonna be you now though we're trading oh cool it's becoming it's a thing i copied you on social media yesterday i was like on my instagram i was like i'm gonna be like (laughs) juice everyone go to my tiktok because i just feel like it's just better tiktok yeah sq cuties my tiktok is gonna be the place where i'm like silly real and raw whereas like my instagram is like my modeling portfolio (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah very that like it's just like beautiful pictures and like uh, maybe the odd reel but it's gonna always be very curated so tiktoks where things are a little more like rough and real and i think that's more fun yeah and like i feel like tiktok you can kind of be a little bit more you don't have to be so curated and you can just be a little one-off and fun Mm -hmm. um and i feel like instagram is just going to be kind of where i recycle all of my old tiktok content Mm. you know we love that yeah just here you go i'll just post it on there just so it's posted and stop caring about the aesthetics of it but speaking of recycling old content we're covering drag race and we're the first podcast to ever ever do that (laughs) (laughs) that is so true i got so caught up and just i was catching up that i completely forgot about this um yes Oh yeah, we're, we're recording. <laughs> oh, we're recording things. Um, so we are on Drag Race UK episode or season four, episode eight. Um, I have lost all um, all enthusiasm because my sweet Dakota is gone. For the first time, I want to say the girls are truly, absolutely devoted. The straight devo. They love Dakota. <laughs> 
Like, I feel like the, the cast fell in love with Dakota. There's always a girl that becomes, like, the favorite even within the cast. It's, like, forget yeah. about the audience. They just loved Dakota and thought she was going to stay longer. And everyone kept, like, shading Jombers by complimenting Dakota. It was just so <laughs> funny to me. Like, the whole episode, it would just be like, can't believe she's gone. Can't believe she's gone. Really didn't picture this top five. And the Jombers <laughs> would be the one being like, well, then, well did you, who do you think wouldn't be here? <laughs> it's like, you babes. Not you, you babes. It's yeah. you. We're all it's quite the problem, surprised. it's you. Yeah. Uh, but it's I, me. I, I don't mind. I think like in some way I like that tension when it comes to reality TV, a little bit of like a black sheep, kind of like yeah. the underdog. So that we the have one that of... doesn't belong. The one that feels yeah. like they don't belong at least. A little bit, just because it's good for story. Who was it in your cast that everyone fell in love with? Oh my god. Suki. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, if you see yourself and you're God's favorite again, I'm going to come through this screen. No, I'm definitely <laughs> not everyone's favorite. That's, that's <laughs> no. I would get that it was Suki. Yeah, I get that. She was like making spring rolls for everyone in her hotel room. Oh, oh my God. I wish I was on your cast. That sounds amazing. Yeah. No, I, I was I was like, how do you have the energy to do that? I was like a shell of a person every night in my hotel room. <laughs> Ours was um, Tainomi. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Or Crynomi Banks. That's what they mm. called her. We do get to see a little more Roxy Rude. I know we talked about it at the top of last episode, but like Pixie is definitely going in on Jombers. Like this is when she's truly being shady. Can I just say something? I thought you made up Roxy Rude. We did. No, we didn't. She says it in like one of the first episodes. Are you kidding me? I am dead ass. I saw somebody pose or we got tagged in that thing and it's her going no i'm a little roxy rude and i went oh, i thought we made that up <laughs> inception i bet you that's probably because she did say it and then it was like in my subconscious so as we're like free flowing on the pod either way pixie polite follows our podcast instagram and so <laughs> we're famous we're famous we're famous we're killing it fame you know what cynthia fame's changed you it has fame's changed you i know I'm nice yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of nice, Ooh, yeah. Pixie Polite coming in at Rock's, uh, John Burr's. But it, do you think it was like malicious or was it more just kind of just like cheeky fun? I feel like she's kind of feeling the energy in the room and she's like, let's get her Jade. Like, oh. I know she's kind of the odd one out now. And to save herself from being like the 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 odd one out, she's kind of, it's, it's herd mentality. It's classic yeah. like, gay on gay crime <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it's like it's like mean girl energy yeah. where it's like you've got to find the weak the weak one the the weak antelope in the pack kind of thing but at this point i'm i'm really happy with the top five it's like a, a crew that i don't think i pictured right away i nope. definitely thought there was going to be different queens but that doesn't mean i don't enjoy them doesn't mean mm -hmm. they don't deserve to be there next we have rupaul coming to the room rupaul is back hello 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 and we're doing a maxi challenge it's an acting challenge, and they are doing the Squirtle Games. <laughs> Squirtle Games. <laughs> Squirtle. And it's like, it's like, uh, it's like a, it's inspired by the Squid Games. Squid Games meets Big Brother, because yeah. it's uh, also Big Mother. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Squirrel Games in Big Mother. That was the weird sort of... Was that the full title? I don't know. I think it was Big Mother's presents the squirrel games or something 
Okay. Because they were in a Big Brother house. They were in Big Mother's house, but they were doing the the, the squirrel game, Squid Games. Okay. It was cool. it was a weird mixture. It was a fucking Drag Race acting challenge is what it was. It was so fucking strange. <laughs> it was. It was yeah. very interesting. But then the girls get to cast the roles. And because Cheddar won last week, she gets to be casting director. And she's doling it out. It's really interesting to see everyone reading the script very passionately because they're all just trying to make sure they pick a role they're happy with. Like, Mm -hmm. they didn't want to pull a pixie polite and then just say, yay, I'll take that role and then realize second that they don't really enjoy it or they wouldn't have actually picked that role. So everyone is like feverishly going through the script to make sure their parts they're selecting are hilarious. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately the roles that get cast, John Burrs takes Sassy and technically the dog, Fugly. Because they had a dream where they played a dog. Uh, they had a, a random dream. She's like, I know it sounds crazy, but I had this dream where I played a dog, so I have to do this role. I was it's like, a weird okay. way for us to tell us she has she's into pup play, you know? It's just ah! strange, strange <laughs> just say it, John Burrs. Just go out and say it. You have your little butt plug tail. Yeah, go for <laughs> it, babe. <laughs> then Black Peppa's playing Beef Growls. Danny Beard is Davina. Cheddar Gorgeous is Minxie. And Pixie Polite is Kimmy. Lights camera action we start filming we do did you feel like this was a very long episode um no i thought it was too short (laughs) i wish it was i wish it was longer i want lord of the rings length episodes it felt like a feature film (laughs) (laughs) the script was very interesting and i actually overall i liked the concept did you like the concept of this maxi of like as an acting challenge no no, I generally am never a fan of acting challenges. I find them to be long and drawn out and not very funny. You know, I think I find acting challenges to have like a funny moment every few seasons, right? Like, like, like season 14 with, with Maxine. Maxine! Remember yeah. that? Uh, with Lady Camden screaming Maxine. That is quite literally the only acting challenge moment I remember from that whole season. You know, so I find a lot of acting challenges can be very long, very drawn out, very kind of like, they feel like filler episodes to me. Does that make sense? So I, I totally know what you're saying. I'm totally Mm -hmm. picking up on some of what you're putting down. Yeah. I think there's elements of an acting challenge that I like. And depending Mm -hmm. on the queen's ability to play into nuance and own a character, that's Mm -hmm. a make or break for me. At first because we're talking about the way they were filming it with Michelle, I was really worried for Danny. I was really worried that like lines were being skipped, lines were being missed. Because mm-hmm. this is the thing, like listeners at home, the way this show depicts them getting the scripts and then they basically run to the second soundstage and then record it, that's honestly one of the more like realistic, dis- like, tellings of how this works on the show like you basically get that script for like an hour and you have to record it if you don't go first our parrot brains like basically let go of the script I remember being so frustrated on set because I was I didn't go first and my like temporary like cortex was letting go of my lines because you have to stand off to the side and listen to other girls speak and your 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 lines are evaporating out of your brain so I wasn't shocked to see do you get that, to keep your script? You get to keep your script, but you've got to drop it when you, you can't hold it when you're recording. You didn't do well in your acting challenge though, right? No, the lines, they really, they really, they really got me because they were like, 
making sure line by line it was said correct. And it was like, it was, there were little words. It's like, you said shocked instead of surprised. Like, let's take it from the top. And I was like, oh God, oh God. And they even told that's us, really, that's they told us before the challenge started, they're like, you just need to have like a general understanding of your script. And I was like, perfect. I will always understand the, the intention of all my lines. I know what I'm saying. And then when we started recording, Amanda Bruegel was like, Cynthia, you said this instead of this. And it was like, and then once you get stressed, shade. 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 It was shade. so scary. So to see the girls drop that. their lines, I was like, I feel beyond. It's stressful. But. <laughs> I unfortunately never had the um, the privilege. So. How are you with like memorizing lines? I'm okay. But quickly? Like, I don't fast? know if I could do it that quickly. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like the way you're describing this, I'm just like, I don't know if I'd be able to do this. Like go to a restaurant, read the menu. They take the menu away and you tell them what the soup special is. It's like cream of chowder with a little bit of cheddar. And they're like, it's actually mozzarella. (laughs) You're wrong. Get fucked. Like it's literally it's, you're going home tonight. Yeah, it's like you're going home. Your whole life is about to change. Yeah, yeah. You're going home tonight. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what. That's the other thing I hate acting challenges because of that. Like they take the scripts away. All these things. It feels like just this recipe for disaster. So I, know. I don't know. Like I felt like when they were delivering their lines, they were good, but no one could remember their lines. You know, except for Black Peppa, who could remember her lines, but she was just screaming them. You know, I did think it was funny how Jombers kept calling the dog Pugsley. (laughs) Oh, instead of instead of uh, Fugly. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Lights, camera, action. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Rapiana Grande. We go to the next day. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Wait, let me find it. Let me find it. You too need long. to do the soundboard. You're too so much long. better at it. I thought I was doing it today. I was. I did actually think I was doing the soundboard today, but I think Juice I thought because I was sicky poo, she didn't want me to do it. Well, I didn't get the link, the so I was just like, oh, maybe she wants me to do it, so I'll I'll do it. Can we get Juice no, some water, please? Yeah, give her some water. <laughs> I actually think we should stop saying who's in charge of the soundboard each week and then just let the listeners guess. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be able to tell. They'll be able to tell. They'll be oh, able yeah. to tell. <laughs> Juice is in charge. It's elimination day, and one of these rodents is going home. <laughs> oh my! That was a Black Pepper quote. That was harsh. <laughs> I know she called them rodents. Rodents. I mean, as she should. Well, she's the only black person left in a sea of alabaster whites. Yeah. You know. No, truly. You know, alabaster alligators. Is what she is just chilling. So I was, I literally mm-hmm. noticed that when I was watching this episode, I was like, I feel bad for Black Peppa. She's the only black person left amongst like all these white people. I was just like, oh, that must be hard. Mm-hmm. No, I know. It probably is intense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved her calling everyone rodents. And also <laughs> today in the mirror chat moment, I found out a new British slang that I love. What? Spotty. Oh my God, my S- face is absolutely so spotty. Spotty. What does that mean? pimples spotty oh that would make sense i've got I thought some... that's so cute i keep getting i'm really like spotty really around spotty. my jawline I've got jaw weird... like, i'm breaking out of my neck i'm really spotty here right yeah. Yeah. i thought God that was so me. cute i was like <laughs> i'm literally taking that i'm spotty. i'm adopting that I'm like oh do you I'm know what a uh, british term i really like 
and uh, I learned it from Wigzaddy. So Wigzaddy's British from Plymouth. Uh, he always says bits and bobs. Ooh, for yeah, like... he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, you know, you grab it and you get some bits and bobs and you move on. And I'm just like, bits and bobs, bits and bobs, bits and bobs. What's that? <laughs> I'm still confused. So in the structure bits, of a sentence, bits and like... bobs are like you'll grab like you know this and that. Oh, okay, I was gonna say this sounds like a UK this and that. Yeah, it's like a this and that. Like you'll grab a few things and then you'll go. So I'm like, yeah, you know, the, get the bits and bobs and you'll move on. And I'm always just like bits and bobs. <laughs> That's so cute. Bits I and bobs. Yeah. I also need to be not patronizing. <laughs> That's so cute. I think it's very <laughs> cool. I think it's That's interesting adorable. and fascinating and respectful and <laughs> not patronizing. That's so cute. I, I love really Cynthia cool. patronizing. It's my I don't mean to. I think when I compliment <laughs> people, I turn them into like little puppies. I love that. I love the term spotty. I love bits and bobs. I think it's really cool. Can't wait to go to the UK. <laughs> I turn them into little puppies. You're so funny. <laughs> We are at the mirror chats. Per, uh, so everybody's talking about their support. And it kind of feels like everyone pretty much has a lot of support. Except for Black Peppa, who has a, a lot of very chosen family. Yeah, um, we're going into, like, how the parents handle their children doing drag. And how that's, mm-hmm. like, different for each queen. I thought this was really, really cool. This was, like, this is when you really get to see the backstory of each drag queen on this show. Like, I feel like I got to know them a little bit better. Yeah, it, it kind of fell into their life a little bit more and so, saw a little bit more of them. And it was nice to know that a lot of them have such strong support systems. You know? I know. Like, they were talking about talking to their parents, like, every couple of days. Like, Don't you? Do you chat with your mom and dad, like, every couple of days? I I don't chat with them every couple of days, but we'll we'll check in with each other, like, every few days. And sometimes, it's actually kind of funny. Some The other day, I called my mom just to, because mm-hmm. I was driving home from the gym, and I needed someone to talk to, just because I didn't want to listen to music, and I didn't want to do anything, and it was the middle of the day, and she's retired. So I was like, oh, I'll just call, oh my god, I'll call my mom. Yeah. And I could tell by the end of the conversation, she was trying to get rid of me. <laughs> oh my god, when the parents want to get rid of you, <laughs> yes, it's such I was a like, humbling convo. It's like so funny. I've had that too. I've had that. Yeah, happen. where she was just like, well, you know, so, well, I guess I'll just, and I could see her kind of getting like, I want to end this conversation. And I was like, mother! And every <laughs> sentence starts with well. <laughs> well, well, you know, uh, I'm, I'm just going to keep watching my, my shows. And I was just like, you bitch, I want to talk. I want to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> so you talk quite frequently. Yeah, we talk a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom actually been sending my mom. My mom's discovered reels. Oh, cool! So she'll send me her favorite reels, and she'll say, "Isn't this so cute?" Or "Looks just like Molly." So she'll send me those. And then you text, uh, "I'm breaking up with social media, mom. Give me a freaking break, <laughs> mother. Stop it." She actually sent me one of this little girl. She was like maybe two or three, dressed as Dolly Parton, but they gave her boobs. So they gave this baby like these giant dolly boobs and i was howling like newborn baby like can't walk no she could walk but like barely walk like a top like like a two or three year old like where she was waddle walking like she just learned how to walk and she had these knockers on with this big blonde hair and she was and she had a microphone where she could sing nine to five that is adorable It it was adorable it was so cute that's so cute. And then I know I, I noticed on the show, they were almost focusing on the queens with relationship with their fathers. So mm-hmm. you're close with your mom. And now this is me being nosy, but are you close with Papa Juice as well? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very close with both my parents. Love. Oh, my so dad sweet. is the sweetest, most sensitive man in the world. Big, Aww. huge, bald guy, 
uh, but just like softest little bean, so sensitive, uh, comes to any, any of my drag shows that he and my mom can drive to, they will be at with a stack of twenties and they'll tip every girl. Oh yeah. They'll give them like, like they give my, they'll come to, cause they know how much I rely on like tips and things. So that, and they, uh, my parents are so funny. They'll be like, well, the other girls aren't as fortunate as you. And you know, they're not as good as you. So we like to give them a little more. And I'm like, Mom, that's so rude. Like, <laughs> so mean. Shade button. <laughs> I know. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, so they'll so they'll tip them out, and they and they come with their little. They go, my mom wears like a dress. My dad wears a suit. So they they love they love it all. That's so yeah, cool. It's, cu- it's cute. I love how we are in an era, and I think a huge uh, factor for this with parents being accepting of drag culture is because of drag race. I think it's this really approachable thing you can watch in the comfort of your own home to like realize it's not scary. It's all just fun. And now we get to hear this whole generation of performers and entertainers in the queer community that have supportive parents, which I think is, it's so beautiful. I really and do love And speaking of it. supportive parents, I've seen, I've seen your mom at shows. Oh my God, Christine. Yes. Christine. Christine. She, she loves a good drag show. <laughs> she was a party. <laughs> she was talking about my viewing party in Toronto for Snatch Game. And Christine had definitely enjoyed her vino that, uh, that I evening. Was obsessed. It was the she best She was night. like crying and oh, like... She was- she was crying, hugging people, throwing money. My stepsister was mortified. She was I was like, obsessed. She was like, we were right beside the production for the show and we like didn't want to embarrass you. And I was like, no, 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 it's all good. We're we've oh. wrapped. We're we've wrapped the show. It's like at this but point. But she was a party. She was like the she was the best part of the night. Right. Like if any of the queens wanted to have a good time, they ran over to your family's table and your mom was like, Wee! It was great. I love it. I I love love that. It's so cute. I know they're funny. My parents are like very, um, they go to bed very early. So anytime I've like, (laughs) like I've ever mentioned like shows and stuff, like a lot of times they're like, well, it's just so late. (laughs) So that was actually like one of the like first times my mom's like gone to a drag show and she was like annihilated. I was like, great. Glad you made. You know what? You know what she's made for? She's made for a brunch. Hell yes. Oh, she, she'd thrive at a brunch. She would She would thrive at a brunch. Um, no, but listen. Wait, 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 wait. I want to know about your dad. We, we talked oh, about yeah, my yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. My dad, my father, he, he definitely, he was really excited that I was on the show because then mm-hmm. he could like secondhand feel the attention. <laughs> I, he's like, he's weirdly competitive with me. He's very funny. <laughs> he's like, he is. He just literally is. Like once I got on the show, he's like, you know, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and start doing like stand up. Like yeah, like this is oh, happening. And I was like, really oh, cool. Yeah, it's kind of adorable. My relationship with my dad is funny. It's like it's very funny. layered. I didn't get into it on like a deep level for the show because mm-hmm. it just wouldn't make sense. It would end mm-hmm. up making me sound a little like, kind of like how do I put it? Um, lack of maturity or be like my dad sucks (laughs) but it's like we have like an interesting relationship we're very very similar so sometimes that can be flattering or it can be combative so is he an aries no he's um born in may so he's a pisces isn't that what that is it might be i think he's i believe he is a pisces sensitive little thing yeah we love him he's very sensitive very sensitive yeah, it must. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, that's so cute. I love. But that, no, he though. loves. He loves the drag. He loves drag. He always is at. What did he say the other day? He's just. They're very. They're not 
they're not shy to give me feedback. They love to give me feedback. <laughs> like, I forget, what was the, what, he finally let me know that, like, he thought my shirt um, in my confessionals on the show washed me out. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, oh, thanks. That's so <laughs> cool of you to say. <laughs> cool. That makes okay. me feel really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Parents, so my hey? parents are interesting. They're very, yeah. I get a lot of my, yeah, interesting traits from them. I love that. But that's parents. And also that was really sweet to see that it's not necessarily have to be a biological connection, but you can have chosen families like mm-hmm. we saw in Black Peppa. Like to me, I almost found it so um, moving that like the self-exploration and self-acceptance she has formed alongside her chosen family is almost further than some of the relationships with parents like I thought that was just such a a beautiful um thing to mention on the show as well because we have to be mindful sometimes when we go too deep with like biological parents not everyone has that situation so it's it's nice to balance both I appreciated how they handled the scenes great mirror chats and if there's anybody who's watching eh, or listening, um, basically what a chosen family is, is it's a queer, a lot of things that queer people do is they find some people around them in their community and they, when they spend a lot of time with them and they see them as family, they have them as a chosen family. And a lot of times it's because they don't have a family of their own because they've been pushed away because of their sexuality and their choices and the way that they live their life. Um, so they find new family, you know? It's beautiful. You know, it doesn't have to be a bloodline to be a family. I think that's so important. Yeah. And I think, and I think a lot of times, a lot of us have chosen families. Like I have Tiffany, my drag daughter. Oh, completely. Like Brat Pack Um, and like my whole family out on the West Coast because I'm here by myself. Like I have a chosen family and they won't mm -hmm. tell me I look washed out in my confessionals. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like Tommy would probably tell you you look washed out in your confessionals. (laughs) he may not he might tell other people he might shade it behind my back (laughs) he might tell you (laughs) he might tell me and then we'll have to be like well something uh." Um, (laughs) and then he'll tell me something about you (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh so should we go right to the main stage oh contraire i want to take a quick ad break and then we'll be right back this episode is sponsored by better help If you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help. And coming from somebody who's had a panic attack on national television, (laughs) BetterHelp helps. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule a secure video and phone session. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. During the pandemic, I had lost my job, and I was feeling really overwhelmed. And Rebecca at BetterHelp was able to actually help me target areas in my life that needed attention and where I needed to work on things and it actually inspired me to audition for Canada's Drag Race. And if you don't have a legend like Rebecca, you can request a new therapist at no additional charge any time. Join the 2 million plus people who've taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Special offer to semi-qualified Queens listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com SQQ. 
That's betterhelp.com slash SQQ. The special URL code will be in the show notes. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. We're back. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) Now let's dive into the main stage. RuPaul is back in the building, baby, and it feels correct. Yeah. It just feels normal again, you know? For those who maybe skipped an episode, uh, RuPaul was not uh, hosting the main stage last episode because they didn't address it as to why. I have a feeling he might have had COVID because he sounded kind of under the weather, kind of how I'm sounding right now in the first part of the episode. So it was just Michelle last week. So it's nice to have Ru back. I mean, I'm going to purposely spread misinformation. She for sure had COVID. Oh my God. We are switching roles. Freaky Friday. I am going to, uh, oh my God, speaking, I'm going to tangent. Speaking of Freaky Friday, did you see Lindsay Lohan's uh, Jimmy Fallon TikTok? Where she recreated yeah, her Freaky Friday? Like, what? I'm ready. I am just so happy for Lindsay Lohan. And I really feel like this is her time to start thriving again. I'm very we, excited. We have taken the time traveling remote of Lindsay Lohan's life. And we are completely, we are going from Mean Girls. We are fast forwarding until present day and just saying, you haven't done anything problematic or troubling. Nope. You're just coming nope. up with a cute Netflix Christmas movie. And we are And this is a new age. We have cleared the cachet. We're clearing it. It's a new time for Lindsay Lohan. I'm, for I'm so happy for she her. She's great. Yes. She sounds great. She she's got like a, a joie de vie about her. She's married. I I'm loving this new Lilo. And she's sober, right? I think she's she's sober from a lot of her addictions that she was falling into. I'm not sure. I don't know I'm not sure. if she is or not. She f- it feels like it. It looks like it. So she just looks happier, which I love. So good for Lindsay. Anyways, back to the main stage. Back to the main stage. No, it feels really good to have RuPaul there. We've got Michelle. We've got Alan Carr. And our guest judge for this week is Lorraine Pascal, a British Beautiful. television cook who I quickly creeped last night. And I want her to sing sweet recipes in my ear every oh, day. She is just lovely. so fabulous. She's just so fabulous. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. Yeah. She's so thin. I don't know if she's eating any of those recipes, but <laughs> like. It's all in moderation, Cynthia. <laughs> my, my grandmother has a sign in her kitchen that says, don't trust a skinny cook. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> There's something to be said about that. Are you oh, trying yeah, food? That's that's why I've gained a bit of weight because I'm actually eating my food. Oh my god! You got a taste test. You gotta, oh, you got a taste test, and I, I love butter. So, what did you think of the dress? What did you think of the dress? Rupal, Rupal, yeah. I just I'm just so happy she's there this week that I was going <laughs> to over it. Not my fave, but that's okay. She's back. I'm I hated it too. I hated it too. Yeah, but the felt hair cheap. was giving me something. Yeah, the hair and makeup was great, but it just, for me, the dress felt very, um, you spent $100 at the local, um, the local seamstress to just make you a quick something for the pageant. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Okay. Yes and no. I will always, I will always think, because, like, RuPaul's measurements are so otherworldly and, like, sculptural that, like, even when it goes simple, it plays simple. I'm like, but the body that's filling that dress, there's, like, that's where it's, like the power of modeling, like the power of the person wearing the clothing can elevate it. That's Mine was where the I... fabric. I didn't like the fabric choice. Oh, okay. The sequins were too just like... It felt like sequin mystique and it just felt cheap. I didn't like it. Mm. Sound like Marge Simpson. <laughs> mm. Homie. Homer. I wish we had a Marge Simpson button. Mm. You like that? Close <laughs> We didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
but the category we do we do runway and then we do the acting challenge so do we want to dive into those looks yes what was the category again it was ruffle rough runway rough and ready but it was just essentially a ruffle runway so fun yeah it was cute i liked it i love a ruffle so for me i would have like i would have really thrived in this i would have been very excited to do something very cute so i really liked it um what about you would you have done something fun no, I would have, I, no. <laughs> yes, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's a really fun opportunity for like silhouette play. And like, you have to remember a ruffle can be created out of like infinite fabrics materials. So when you get a prompt like that, it's like, mm-hmm. you can, you really can do anything. I love when the, I love when the prompts are a bit um, vague sometimes so that they can go wild and you get to see, you really get to see what the queen brings. It's like their personality, their DNA. They inject it into the looks. Do you know what I would love if you ever had a ruffle runway? If you were mm. to come out, especially on Canada's Drag Race. If you as came out as one singular ruffle chip. Yeah, I was literally. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined your joke. I'm yeah. so what? sorry. No, it's fine. You knew it. It's, you could feel that I was going to say you would come. Because I think you could pull off just being a giant chip. <sighs> I would love that. Like, everyone else is coming out in, like, glamorous looks, and I just, like, do that thing again, turn to the side, and then, like, turn out, and I'm just this giant And you're a chip. chip. <laughs> Bet you can't just eat one. <laughs> and then you, like, dip, you're, like, Brooklyn's just, them. like, get fucked, Cynthia. Like, what? She's like, stop it. Stop it, Cynthia. You promised us you'd bring better looks. What's wrong with you? I'm a chip. I'm a ruffle. (laughs) Salty and sweet. (laughs) With a chunky heel. A thick, thick, chunky heel. That would be the onion dip or whatever. Yeah, like it's full of hell of a good dip. And you have to like, and you can like dip in your shoe. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. And if you go home that episode, I'm so sorry. Eh. Live fast, I (laughs) Well, let's dive into these runways. They're all so mm-hmm. rough and ready. Ruffly. What'd you think of Danny Beard? Okay, I love this. I love, mm-hmm. love, love this. It's like, mm-hmm. I love when a queen who we're used to seeing be perhaps less conventionally pretty, one point in the season gives us conventionally pretty. Like the fact that the the wig was very... I see you scrunching your face. Okay. The thing is, Danny Beard always goes like, like different color skin or like it's very like like I feel like this was a, they even acknowledged it on the show it's like he was giving glamour tonight where he doesn't often lean into glamour okay and so I okay. liked it I really liked it I thought it was a fun change of pace for Danny I thought it was um fun pretty very sculptural too long oh yeah too long yeah I thought she got a little lost in it um <clears throat> You know, so I just felt like I wanted to see a little bit more length, but I, I do agree. She did look very pretty. She does love a cocktail dress. I will she say. She loves a cocktail dress. She loves she, a cocktail. She loves a cocktail dress with a cinched waist and a large and a, a shoulder and a big hip. She loves an hourglass figure, mm-hmm. you know, so, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to fault her for it. It looks great. Yeah. But you just would have, would you have wanted it to go <clears> to the floor? Either to the floor and like flared out like a mermaid uh, or quite a lot shorter. Just because it's so structural. Just after the cute, like a little corset. Um, (laughs) Just, but that's just me. But that's so small. John Buzz Blonde, JB Blonde. I thought this was a really striking look. Mm -hmm. Um, Really well made. 
I, again, we're starting to see how the queens have their preference. I feel like Jomber's all season has, has done a lot of these like corseted bustier bodices with things attached. Like if you remember their, their, like that raincoat look, I almost feel like that was yeah. a very similar pattern, but done in material that I much more appreciate. I thought this was the one with the hat and everything. Like it, it really was a great look. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it was the best she's looked all season. Did you catch RuPaul at the end of the episode say what she said about it? No. She said this was one of the best looks to ever walk down the runway. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm okay. I mean, <clears throat> it was good, but <laughs> like, I think that's a bold statement. When she said that, I was like, wow. I thought I thought it was great for Jombers, but then it was like to say like not only this season, but like of all time. I was like, wow, we're really we're giving it the goat status. Like Yeah, okay. we're just gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna say whatever we want now. We're just gonna say anything. Oh, just wait. We got Black Papa to cover too. And uh <laughs> yeah, it just overall I thought I did think it was a really nice look. I did. Beautiful. It was giving me Galliano. It was kind of giving yeah. me Aquaria when she did that silhouette with the hat. Like it did remind me of that. And in fashion, if yes. you've seen it before, that's the one thing where it's like, oh, it doesn't feel like brand new, but I still thought it was so wonderfully executed. Yes. But I, I do think that I, I don't, th- I wouldn't say it's one of the best things to ever be on the runway, but it was strikingly beautiful, but yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, Chetta gorgeous. Speaking of gorgeous. Yeah. Segway, Segway Queens. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> we did like that. And we loved Cheddar's look. Mm-hmm. This again, I love how she visually it's striking it's beautiful but then when she describes her look it always harks back to like a beautiful message like mm-hmm. the pansy project we got to i was educated about another thing in british culture today where it was like the pansy project literally planting pansies in places in the uk that have been the scenes of homophobia like yeah what a beautiful message to tie into your look like it, it just such a cool silhouette on top of it. Like, really well done. Slow claps for Cheddar. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is just becoming me telling you what to do. <laughs> did you did you like the look, though? Uh, I did. I did love the look. I think it's beautiful. I, it's hard for her to really do a bad look. Like, it feels like everything she does is so stunning and it's really nice because Cheddar's always been someone who's done really beautiful looks but it's nice to sort of hear her now describe her looks where you're able to just not see it for such a surface level like beauty you can now see the reasoning on why she does these things and she puts so much into her art uh which is really beautiful so I was I I really am quite a fan of Cheddar it's very pretty next we have Black Peppa down the runway in a little denim moment Mm hmm Mm. <laughs> was a lot was it giving team too much it was giving a little team too much i needed like okay. i think without the face keeny without the saggy thing at the back of her head that i'm not sure what it was and mm. the boot i think we could have just gotten rid of all those sequins and just done the beautiful the denim ruffles i i'm with you on the sequin that added fabric because I felt like the washed denim was too, I felt like the sequin was so saturated and then the denim kind of had this faded quality to it that I was kind of on the fence. I thought it was cool, but like, I didn't know if it was like 10 out of 10, literally 
For the second time on this episode, RuPaul said this is one of the best looks to ever walk down the runway. Then why would you put them in the box? Like, I don't get it. But yeah, I no, think, I, no, no, no. I think you just clocked it. I think you just clocked why both girls were getting that because they were in the bottom. Once I found it, like once we actually found our bottom two, the fact that they both got that, like that shout out, that call out, I was like, interesting. Oh, that's why we had the, okay, okay, okay. Cause I was just like, no. Cause at no. first I was like, <clears throat> one plus one is not seven. Like why are, why are all these? Yeah. Why am I math meme? Things aren't connecting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like imagine, like I, I, I feel like I'm a very self-aware person, and I feel like if I were to put on, have one of my looks on, and be on the runway, and someone tell me it's one of the best looks they've ever seen on the runway, I feel like I'm self-aware enough to be like, I mean, is it? Like it's good, but is it? Like no, I, in that moment, I, in in that moment, juice, you would. Be I don't like, know. I'm the chosen one because it's. <laughs> like, like I would feel it too. Like I'm, I'm almost defending you in like that in that moment. You're so. Like, the way the lights are on us, I yeah. feel like even, like, had um, on your episode, they've been like, Juice, what you just created is the coolest thing with CDs. Like, all of a sudden, <laughs> you would have been like, this I'm is amazing. lit. Like, this yeah, is popping. <laughs> I think, I, I honest to God think, I think because I've never received positive praise on the runway, mm-hmm. uh, I think I can't, I can never associate positivity with it. I can only associate negativity with it. I think that's why. That resonates for me. I know what yeah. you mean. I, yeah. I, I got shit on a lot of the times on the on the runway. When it was like, mm-hmm. please stay for critiques. There was only one time where it was positive. <laughs> <laughs> and every other time I was like, oh my God, you're just going to hate this. <laughs> but speaking of our favorite person in the world, Pixie Polite, Roxy Rude, fan of the pod. Ah, oh. Even if she, or maybe she just follows it. Who knows if she actually listens. Anyways. Pixie, I hope you do listen. But maybe because not. Because we're about to episode. say some very nice things. Oh, uh, not this episode? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you don't maybe. like it? Okay, waist up, love, 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 <gasps> love. Waist down, not sure. What's on the it was just legs on the waist down. That's the thing. It's an it's like an Elizabethan look with ruffles and not to be shady, Pixie, but like you just put little ruffles around your ankle, like little whipped cream. Around your ankles. <laughs> That's true. I didn't see a lot of ruffles. There wasn't a lot of ruffles. It, it, so for me, I, I I thought it was all, it was fabulous wig, fabulous fabulous makeup, fabulous neckline, fabulous, fabulous up up north. But when mm. we went down south, mama, I needed more. Oh, I think I was blinded by the hair. I loved the hair so much. Well, it was sublime. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. it was really well done. She yeah. needed to take some of um, Black Peppa's <laughs> costume. Yeah. They needed to split the difference between those two. Yeah. <laughs> Move them around a but bit. Yeah. Those are those are the runways this week. That's that's our top five stomping down the runway. Yes. Who was your favorite? My favorite was ooh, it's a mix between John Burrs and uh, Cheddar. Mm-hmm. Because while I think John Burrs like is something that I personally would love to wear, I think it would look striking on you though. Like I feel if you had that mm-hmm. outfit on, it would have been like uh, over the moon. Um, but I just I thought Cheddar's was just so cute. Uh, but I'm gonna say John Burrs. John Burrs was my favorite. Cool. Mm. you cheddar mm. Mm. just mm. for originality intention artistic inspiration like all of it combined Beautiful. i was like Mwah. even the like yeah. makeup she's just the best she's gonna win like she's so good she has to win i would be yeah. shocked if she did um now what can we really say about the final cut about the show our, it just felt our acting challenge it just felt long 
Let's do, let's do like, um, compliment sandwich. I'm going to sandwich it. I'm going to sandwich it. It was too long. Um, uh, everyone was able to successfully deliver their lines and I didn't like it. Sandwich. (laughs) I thought it had, I thought it had individual moments of success from different characters. Danny actually played beautifully nuanced on screen. Her as the like MC at the beginning, the way she was making her facial expressions, I was genuinely enjoying it. Okay. My my negative, some, we all started to yell. They all started to yell. Yeah. And hey. there was so much screaming that you got, you had nowhere to go. There was no ups, no peaks, no valleys. If every line is up here, how do you go bigger than here? And then yeah. it doesn't, there's nowhere it can go. So I felt some of the girls um, relied on just volume rather than, uh, artistic choices as an actor yeah um and then overall i thought it was kind of funny like the way they combined big brother because they had the interview room i thought that moment was funny when like danny got to sit on the couch and give us like trisha paytas realness and then like fall asleep i will say one thing i did take away from it was that absolutely horrifying squirrel oh yeah terrifying that was alan's voice right I, I think so. It sounded like it. It was turned up, but it was... It was Alan. Yeah. Must be. He's got yeah. to make some extra cash here and there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's doing just fine. But yeah, overall, they, it was lengthy, though. I let, that oh be my your, God. I let that be part of your sandwich, but it was on the long side. Oh, yeah. For only, for only five queens, it was like, it was interesting because they all had a lot of moments, but it was kind of just like, what's going on? I feel like we could have wrapped it up like halfway through. Yeah. I felt like I was watching it like an episode of something. Like they literally input like a 20 minute episode in. I feel like there could have been a commercial break. Yeah. Like it was long, but it, it was lengthy. Um, but do you agree with the winner of the week? Cheddar? Yeah. Cheddar took it. Like, yes and no. Yes, because, like, I feel like equally it was all kind of just a mess and Cheddar did sort of feel very fully realized. But I feel like I preferred Danny's character choices, um, specifically right at the beginning with the, like, way that she was delivering the lines. I I really enjoyed. But, uh, yeah, I guess. if I don't know. Yeah, sure. Uh, so we go back and we see that Cheddar has won this week and we get our bottom two, which is John Buzz Blonde and Black Pepper. Black Pepper. I almost said Danny Beard. And Black Pepper. Um, and we go into a lip sync and you have it written down that this is a very good lip sync. You're very happy with this lip sync. No, the song itself slaps. Oh, when that beat started, I was, like, I was like, what? What am I? What am I? I will say it's a it's a very Cynthia kiss it's a very Cynthia kiss song. Girl, like I literally I had to I, I backed up a little bit so we could see the the name and artist oh, again because yeah. I was like I need to know this. It's some kind of rush by Booty Love. I can see the Cynthia kiss jig right away. I could see it. I could see the 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 tippity tap. I could see it all. But I liked the lip sync. Um, I felt like Black Peppa was a, quite a lot better than John Burr's. And have we seen John Burr's lip sync yet? Yep. Yeah, I felt like this one, she wasn't as good as her last one. Because I felt that her last one, she was quite good. And I felt like this one, she she felt very um, um, 
reserved isn't the right word. Um, tired. Tired. No, I felt like she, she just wasn't getting the vibe of the song. The vibe of the song was very pop and she felt very angry. She was very, like, deep in her, like, anger, and she was hitting it very hard, which is understandable because you don't want to leave, but, mm-hmm. yeah. I just thought Black Peppa had a little bit more of the essence of the song. But we go to our final decisions from RuPaul. The winner of this week is Black Peppa, and we think we're about to say bye to Jomber's Blonde, but no! We have a Nari. double save. Nar! Nar! What did you think? Double save! We got a double save. Bam, 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 bam! So we did a double save this week. Do we think it was double savable? Double save worthy? Um. No. (gasps) JB, if you're listening. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't think. I think if there was any kind of double save. I think if there's any kind of double save, it should have been Baby and Dakota, because that was very double savey, even though I do mm-hmm. feel like it was a little bit more Baby than it was Dakota. But if there was going to be a double save, I feel like it would have been that. Um, but even though Baby went, can I say something? Um, but yeah, I don't think it was very double save worthy. But, you know, very happy for John Burr. She gets to be a finalist. I think I know what they were doing there, because clearly John Burr's presence is bothering the other queens, like bothering the other four at this point. That production is like, let's keep them around. It'll totally like fester more frustration. Like, I think it's going to make Pixie Polite fucking pop off. (laughs) Like, because each episode (laughs) I've seen her get more irritated by JB's presence. I feel like we're going to see at the top of next episode, her just like fully change her name legally to Roxy Rude. I'm going to Roxy Rude. John Buzz, don't know why you're fucking here. Exactly. Leave. Yeah, that's what yeah. she'll be doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Buzz um, off. Piss off. Um, yeah, I guess. I guess that would be a good reason. Yeah, I just feel like it wasn't a double save. But I get that. I get that. That's our top five. Because, like, we're... Are we going... Do we have two more episodes left? Or is there one more episode? There's two, right? Because we did episode eight tonight. And so it'll be, yeah, one more. And then the final final. No, so we're going... So yeah, we go into next week as the semifinals, and then we have the finals, uh, the finale is the week after. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, we have a little bit of an overlap as semi-qualified queens. We're going to be covering the end of this season of Drag, mm-hmm. uh, Drag Race UK, but we are also going to start reviewing Canada versus the world, which we are very excited for. We're very, very excited for because we know how much we love our Canadian television and supporting our uh, Canadian TV. Um, so yeah, so that was our episode. So let's get into our audience questions. This one is coming in from Anthony from Calgary. So let's give it a listen. My name is also Anthony, like editor Anthony, and I'm from Calgary. I have two questions for you guys. First of all, I was supposed to come see you, Cynthia, at Banff Pride, and I'm really upset that I couldn't make that happen. But hopefully you guys can both make a visit out here soon. Mm -hmm. But my first question is, do you guys watch Drivers UK on Crave with the subtitles? Because I noticed the past couple episodes that whatever robot or program is doing these subtitles is so, like, god-awfully wrong and not even close to what the queens are saying. So, yeah, I just wanted to know your guys' little opinion on that. And my main question is that with Canada versus the World coming up, if you guys were to compete on a versus the World season, which country would you want to compete in? Thank you so much. Love you both. Thank you so much, Anthony. That was a great little question, or two actually questions. What a what a so let's get to it. Do you watch with subtitles? Oh my god. Uh, sometimes if I'm eating a crunchy snack, 
<laughs> so, have you seen how bad they are? Oh, they're they're they. It is giving AI realness. <laughs> like they're they're computer generated. I've, I've only ever seen. Oh, fully they have to be. But I've only ever seen the um, the the ones that are like the the the, the coverage of it. I because I don't use subtitles. I've I for me I, I can't, it can't be bothered because I feel like she I'm reading read. them. I'm not. I I can't read. I'm Leah Michelle. I can't read. Uh, and, um. <laughs> Um, so I haven't seen it, but I have seen coverage for it. And I actually have a friend. Do you know Drag Coven? I was gonna say Courtney Conkers professionally Courtney just... transcribes. And so yeah. it's so funny to see her get like, livid, so mad. like blue in the face when she's like, <laughs> let me transcribe this show. She's like, I will literally do it for almost no money, which I still hate when she does that. But I feel like, if, I feel like if they just let her transcribe it, you know, she'll be able to do it. I yeah. think I just think it's computer generated at the moment, like how Instagram. But you can go can in and that. edit. Yes, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And I think someone. To... It seems like a role they haven't they haven't uh, decided needs to be filled. Like they're like, ah, computer can do that. It's like no, no, no. no. Some of these slangs and and sayings and with accents and things, it can the the audio well, doesn't pick up properly and like and they're just also wrong. like sometimes saying like Dakota or not Dakota. They're also saying like baby is. Black Peppa and stuff, and they're mixing up who the the people the 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 black people are and stuff. And somebody did that actually oh. on Twitter or something. They they were they were showing something with Dakota, and they had a picture of Black Peppa, but wrote Baby under it. And it was this big thing, cool. and Baby had to be like, "This isn't cool. Like, you can't be mixing up the only black people on the cast. That's insane." They had to put out. They had to like delete it. Put out this big apology. It's just like it is not hard to proofread, guys. It's no. not hard. So it's just like, I feel like th- those things need to be taken in consideration, but. I can only yeah. imagine what the translations are in other languages. Like this is, oh, the, this is God. the, like it's in English and these are the English subtitles. Really are they rough. better or are they worse? Semi-qualified Queens, like let us know if you listen to this, if you're it's... French and you listen to like the, the French subtitles or something. I want to know. It's for sure worse. Um, yeah. But if you were to be on a versus the world, which I feel like we've answered this question before, but let's, let's just go for it again. Uh, yeah. If you were on a versus the world, which, where would you want to go in the world? If not Canada, which guests didn't get on. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> no, I would say um, Australia, maybe down under. I was going to say down under. I feel like we'd vibe with the Aussies. I feel like we'd vibe with the Aussies too. The tiny little set. Yeah. The nice little runway. Have like four Aussies there with us. And we'd be like, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. I was, yeah, I think I would want to do Australia versus the world. I think that would be a really fun one to do. <laughs> I think it'd be funny anytime I'm screwing up to just quietly go like, I just be like, oh no! Every time they didn't like my outfit on stage, oh no! I'm chewing on those vowels. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be me, and then all of Australia would hate me for making fun of their accent the whole time I was there. With love, uh, it's always with, with love. love. It's with love. I'm chewing on that accent, no. <laughs> but that is our episode um we are going to be back next week well actually yeah cynthia is going to be back next week i will not be she's is, juice is going on vacation i'm going on vacation 
I'm going to be at Disney next week with Drag Coven and Perla from Toronto. We are all going on a little vacation. So I'm unfortunately not going to be able to film as much. So we are going to have a very surprise special guest filling in for me next week. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will be doing the premiere of Canada versus the world because I have to make time for that. You know, I've got to be there for that. Canadian sisters. Canadian sisters. But, 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 but we have a very special guest coming up. So, Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Again, if you want to be a part of the conversation, don't forget to call us at speakpipe.com slash sqqpod and we can put your voice note on. But if you're feeling a little too shy, you can message us at Instagram at semiqualifiedqueenspod, on Twitter at sqqpod, hashtag semiqualifiedquestions, or you can email us at semiqualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com. If you need advice, those are going to get prioritized. If you guys need advice or if you want to hear from us or if you even have just a story you want us to read and we can discuss the story, let us know. Send it in to semiqualifiedqueenspod at gmail.com or tell it to us at speakpipe.com slash sqqpod. Uh, Thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs) 